Welcome to Scrollin', a podcast about the Elder Scrolls Online. I'm Ket, and this is the BG Report for the Harrowstorm Patch. patch for Battlegrounds because as we all know BGs are solo queue only now and everyone's MMR was reset this patch as well. So all of a sudden we had a matchmaking system that had no idea whether you're an elite PvP veteran or someone who's just doing Battlegrounds for the first time ever. Uh, and So for a while there you'd have these matches filled with players with drastically different levels of experience and skill. You know you might find yourself 1vxing an entire team one minute then get completely outclassed by a single opponent the next. Now, as some time has passed, that's becoming less and less the case, but uh, it was pretty wild for a while there. Group coordination has also been pretty all over the place, and of course, that's largely because there's no grouping now. Uh, You know, before it was pretty common to at least have a duo or two on the map, and even that much helps out a team quite a bit because if there are two people working together, usually the other two catch on pretty quick and there's really no question of who the leader is or who to follow. Uh, And so group decision-making was a lot easier in those situations, whereas now it's all solo players, and so it's not always so obvious who's leading and who's following, and group coordination is definitely more of a challenge now. At low MMR, this basically means chaos. Everyone is a solo hero running in all different directions like a bunch of feral cats on the loose, Uh, and it's every woman and man for themselves. Uh, And at high MMR, this means that a good portion of the match is a total standoff. Uh, because players know that their best chance of success is to stick close together, uh, but without a clear leader, it can be difficult to take action as a group. Uh, and as soon as someone tries to be that leader, oftentimes they find themselves out of position and they just get nuked instantly. Uh, so a lot of the time, groups end up just sort of playing footsies with each other, afraid to step out of place. Uh, and I think this is a big reason we've seen the popularity of sorcerers increase so much lately. Uh, You know, for those kinds of fights, sorcerers are one of the only classes that can still really do something useful. Um, And on top of the fact that uh, group composition is so unpredictable from match to match, I think players are wanting to uh, gravitate to builds that are more self-sufficient. And if you want a self-sufficient PvP build, I mean, look no further than the magic of sorcerer. They are the ultimate deathmatch machine, uh, in my opinion. Um, And so aside from the solo-only queue and the MMR reset, uh, one of the things that seems to define Battlegrounds this patch is the prominence of Magicka Sorcerers. They are everywhere. Um, And you know, I don't necessarily think Sorcerers are overpowered on their own, uh, but when you have a few enemy Sorcerers on the map as a melee player, it can sometimes feel like there's just nothing you can do at all. Uh, Because as soon as you try to gap close one Sorcerer and take them out, Uh, You have two or three more launching Curse, Fury, Frag combos into your back, and it often feels like there's just nowhere to hide, and you can only dodge and block so much before you're totally drained and defenseless. Um, So for me personally, that has been one of the biggest challenges of this solo-only patch, uh, dealing with all the mag swords that have popped up as a result. Aside from Sorcerers, Wardens are still very popular this patch. This is the class that I've been spending the most time with, uh, and my Magic Warden especially is quickly becoming one of my very favorite characters. Uh, As always, of course, they provide incredible group utility, and they're just equipped to handle pretty much anything. Uh, Everyone is always happy to see a Warden in the the group because you know they're just generally going to make your life a lot easier on the battlefield. And they also happen to be a hard counter against Magicka Sorcerers thanks to Shimmering Shield to absorb their Crystal Frags, 
uh, and the auto cleanse from the bedding hatch to remove haunting curse and mage's wrath so it's actually a great patch to be playing warden for that reason alone Necromancers are finally kind of fixed. Blastbone seems to be pretty reliable now, and the tether abilities work a lot better than they did before as well. Uh, and it seems like the class is finally able to function more or less the way they're supposed to. Uh, and what we're seeing now that they work properly is that Necro is indeed an incredibly powerful class, uh, especially stamina, but I've seen some amazing magcros as well. Uh, and it seems like their defining characteristic as a class is that they can be just about impossible to kill. They are extremely tanky. Uh, I see a lot of magcros running full AoE builds. They're using the Thervican monster set with the AoE, Minor, Defile, and Maim. Uh, and they just spam all their AoEs everywhere. The Graveyard, the Fear Totem, Grave Grasp. Uh, Blast Bones is an AoE. The Skeletal Archer deals AoE damage. Or the Skeletal Arcanist, I mean. Uh, they're usually using a shock staff with shock clench, which is also AoE. Uh, and so with all that AoE just being surrounded by that nightmare disaster zone throughout a fight, it is extremely oppressive. Uh, and on certain maps, it's absolutely unbearable. And if there happen to be two or more enemy macros in the match, it really is not fun to deal with at all. And a lot of the time, all you can really do is run away. Uh, and if you turn around and try to re-engage in the fight, then you're just going to get instantly feared, snared, defiled, maimed, uh, and blown up with a huge Blast Bones graveyard synergy combo. Uh, now that Necros are really showing what they're made of, it's a real challenge. Um, and you know, I don't really like the fact that AoE spam seems to have made a big comeback. Uh, uh, it's not just Necros, though they are the biggest culprits, uh, but across the board, you know, AO AoE abilities have gotten a pretty big cost reduction this patch. Uh, and while most of them don't do a lot of damage, their secondary effects are attractive enough to players, and the cost is now low enough uh, that it's easy to just spam it everywhere, and that's what people are doing. Um, I actually thought the AoE cost increases were great. I was super happy to be done with the AoE spam, um, but it seems that, for now at least, uh, it is back, which bums me out a little bit. Um, so for that reason, I think it's absolutely essential to have some kind of snare removal ability slotted on any build you take into BGs this patch. Uh, so abilities like Race Against Time, Forward Momentum, Shuffle, or a class ability of some kind. Um, otherwise, you're just going to have a really hard time dealing with all the roots and snares and AoE junk everywhere you go. Uh, and it's also not a bad idea, if you're a stamina build especially, to have a source of major evasion as well. Uh, and between that and snare removal, you should be fairly well equipped to deal with this resurgence of the AoE spam meta. It seems like the popularity of Magicka Templars has declined quite a bit. Uh, they're still an incredibly powerful class, just as powerful as ever, really. Uh, but I think the current solo-only situation is pushing a lot of those players over to Magsorg or Stamina builds, since Stamina is in a pretty good place right now too. Um, but really, Templar is still a great class, a very powerful, formidable opponent, and I still see a good number of them out there, and they do very well. They're just not the hot flavor of the month anymore. Uh, that would seem to be Magsorgs, again. I don't think much has changed for Dragon Knights since last patch in terms of effectiveness in Battlegrounds. Still at high MMR, uh, Magicka Dragonites in particular just aren't popular choices because they don't get a lot of finishing blows, and that's what a lot of players want. They want those high kill counts. Uh, and you know, pulling 2 million damage and 40 assists, but only a handful of kills, just kind of turns a lot of players off from the class in BGs. 
Um, and I think that's compounded by the fact that DKs are no longer a hard counter to ranged enemies like they used to be since Reflect was taken away from their wings. And so when being focused from long range, you know, while a Sorcerer can streak away, a Nightblade can cloak, uh, a Warden can cast a Shimmering Shield, a Templar can Power Heal, uh, a Necro can line of sight their minions, um, a DK can't do much other than find cover, which makes me a little sad when I think of how things used to be. Uh, now I know I know they do have the the current version of wings, which mitigates ranged uh, ranged attacks, but I think a lot of players find that solution to be lacking. So I do think mag DKs need a little help. At, at the very least, I'd love to see some kind of projectile immunity put back on wings, even if it isn't a reflect. Uh, I don't see why that was taken away from DKs, but Warden still gets to keep Shimmering Shield. It doesn't seem fair to me. Um, plus, it's such a cool-looking animation that's now going to waste because, because hardly anyone uses this ability anymore. They use Race Against Time instead. Um, so I think if that were to happen and nothing else, we'd start seeing a lot more mag DKs right away, despite their low kill counts. Right now, Nightblade is a class that you really only see in low MMR battlegrounds, and as you rise up through the ranks, you start seeing fewer and fewer, uh, until eventually just about the only ones left are Magblade healers. Uh, there are a few reasons. Um, lots of Nightblades are gankers, and lobies uh, are easy to gank. Uh, so a Nightblade ganker in low MMR battlegrounds can do really well for themselves with so much easy prey all around. Uh, and so I think what happens is Nightblades perform really well in these low rank matches uh, and then their MMR shoots up really fast and they find that their toolkit is suddenly far less effective against players who know how to counter them, which is basically everyone. Uh, and so Nightblades can choose to either shift to a more brawler kind of playstyle uh, or double down and try to be a better ganker. And I think either way they choose, they kind of lose out um, because if they go the brawler route, they'd probably be better off picking just about any other class because they'll have better results that way. Um, and if they go the ganker route, for one, it's probably not going to be all that effective most of the time because uh, people know how to counter them. Um, and they're going to be on the receiving end of a lot of negativity from both enemies and allies because stealth gameplay just isn't very welcome in group PvP. Uh, even if you're a truly great ganker and rack up 20 or more kills in a match, uh, your team doesn't appreciate it because they were basically fighting outnumbered the whole time. Um, and on top of all that, Nightblades are just incredibly predictable and easy to counter, and I think most Nightblade mains who spend a fair amount of time in Battlegrounds figure that out eventually, and they either switch to another class or eventually decide to spend most of their time in Cyrodiil or Imperial City instead. Now, that isn't to say I don't see amazing Nightblades now and then, but those are mostly just great players who would be great on any class, and they're probably having to work harder than they would on a different class to get similar results. But I know it's a difficult class to balance because of their stealthy nature, so it may just be that they belong in more of an open world setting. But aside from Nightblades, really, stamina builds in general have been pretty prominent. Uh, we're seeing a big increase in the number of stamina necromancers in particular. Uh, now that the class finally works properly, it seems that Stamcrow is enjoying a bit of popularity. Uh, but overall, I'm seeing a pretty even spread of all the classes represented on the stamina side of things, Nightblade aside. Um, and that's mainly due to the fact that the things that make stamina builds so strong don't have a lot to do with class specifics. Uh, you know, the two-handed skill line is extremely powerful. 
There are several very strong armor sets for stamina builds that don't really have Magicka equivalents. Uh, and generally just having a huge stamina pool brings a ton of benefits on its own. Uh, if we weren't talking about battlegrounds specifically, I'd say two-handed stamina builds are probably at the very top of the food chain. Uh, but since it is Battlegrounds, I think that designation has to go to Magsorks, uh, but regardless, Stamina is doing very well. It seems that the most successful Stamina builds lately, on the PC and A server at least, uh, are opting to spec into extremely high damage and low sustain. I think New Moon Acolyte has popularized that type of build and playstyle, and that's what most Stam players are still running. Uh, New Moon Acolyte, Bloodspawn, or Baylorg, um, and another 5-piece damage set of some kind. Um, mostly medium armor builds, uh, and it, seem, it seems that heavy armor in general has fallen out of favor because uh, you can be pretty tanky these days even in medium or light armor, and really it's just less necessary to be tanky than it has been in the past if you play smart. Um, and so most players are finding more value in medium and light armor passives, the mobility, the sustain, the extra damage, that's just more attractive than the extra durability that you get from the heavy passives. And, you know, it's a lot of dizzying swing onslaught executioner. Uh, you know, two-hander is very popular in PvP for a reason, because you can get surprisingly good results just spamming one or two abilities. Uh, it doesn't require any setup, just run up to someone and start slapping them with your sword and watch chunks of their health disappear. Werewolves basically don't exist at high MMR. The playstyle has been absolutely obliterated, nerfed repeatedly over the course of several patches. Um, many suspect that this is due to the fact that werewolves are kind of a holy terror in lobby BGs, uh, where players really haven't unlocked some important skills and passives yet, uh, and so any attempt to make werewolves more viable at the competitive level is just going to make them even more oppressive in those low-level matches. Um, so I have no idea if that really is the motivation, but that is kind of the common suspicion. Uh, and regardless of what the motivation is, the fact remains that werewolves are not in good shape at the moment if you want to play, you know, in the big leagues. Um, I talked about this uh, a little bit on the last BG report, so we don't need to lament werewolves all over again, but I do hope they make a comeback because they were quite powerful and intimidating not that long ago. Um, and now when I see a werewolf, I just kind of laugh to myself and chase them down for the easy kill. Uh, we are getting a vampire rework here pretty soon, so who knows, maybe Zoss has plans for a werewolf rework down the road as well. Uh, I do hope so. Uh, I've never really been interested in playing a werewolf myself, but I do appreciate the element they bring to a fight when they're a truly formidable opponent like they were not that long ago. In general, I think combat in BGs is in a decent spot. I think mobility is suffering a little bit because AoE root and snare spam is kind of back in a big way. Uh, but at least the Templar Sacred Ground passive did have the snare removed from that, so that helps some. Uh, but really, it's just been replaced with everyone else spamming AoE roots and snares instead. So I'd really love to see the ground AoEs get that cost increase back personally, because I really don't think it's very much fun having to stand knee-deep in garbage if I want to engage in a fight. Uh, it'd be nice if Nightblades, Magicka Dragonites, and Werewolves were tweaked a bit to make them a bit more attractive for Battlegrounds, just so we can have a bit more variety and diversity in our group comps. Uh, and I think there's plenty of room to do that without having to make those specs overtuned in other areas of the game, so I'm hoping to see some of that in the future. I'm happy that the Ald Karak map was reverted back to its original version. Having those two sidewalls around your spawn point made the map feel a lot more claustrophobic, I think. 
Uh, and so I much prefer the map like it is now with that outer edge being a big open ring that you can run around. So uh, I think it's a good thing. Um, I'm glad that they were willing to try something different with this map and just kind of see what happens. Uh, but I'm also glad that they were willing to acknowledge that it was a bad change and they reverted it back. So kudos there. Anyway, I think that's going to do it for the BG report. I hope you've enjoyed it. Of course, we'll do another one next patch. In the meantime, look out for more scrolling podcast episodes and build videos over the next few weeks. Uh, if you have anything you'd like to ask or share, feel free to leave a comment or email me at ketsparrowhawk at gmail.com. And until next time, good luck out there.